0: Hello, everybody! Thank you for listening to Eat Your Heart Out, the podcast that is all about the very best in local restaurants. I'm Pierre Kasongo, and today my guest is uh, is the, the co-owner of La Poutine, the restaurant that is taking poutine flavors to a whole new level. In fact, taking a, a brand new twist in the traditional uh, flavor. Uh, let uh, t- uh, welcome my uh, my guest today, Lindsay Robbins. Lindsay, thank you for uh, being with us today. Thanks for having me. So, How did you start in the food industry?
1: Um, Well, my very first job was in a restaurant when I was 15 years old. And I have to admit at that time, I wasn't quite sure if I liked it. It's definitely a whole new beast. Like the restaurant industry is its own thing. And um, so I wasn't sure how I felt about it, but over time I definitely was like, okay, this is something I like. This is something I feel like I'm good at. Um, Customer service, I feel like is a strong suit and the attention to detail that comes with looking after people's food and the service level and all the details that are required. And so I just kind of carried on with it through into my adult life.
0: So when you entered the When you started to work at the restaurant, were you more interested in the customer service side or the food side?
1: I was actually in the customer service side for pretty much the entire time that I worked in the restaurant industry before opening my business. But I've also low key been very interested in cooking. Um, From a young age, I started creating my own recipes. And so I've just played around with that. And certainly since opening La Poutine, I feel like I've learned a ton. My experience and knowledge level um, and passion for cooking has just exploded.
0: Okay. So just when you started you not know, cooking, was there you know, a type of uh, cuisine that you were initially focused on or you were you know, kind of all over the place?
1: Um, When I first started cooking um, like on my own, I was just all over the place. Anything I could think of um i definitely love different cuisines from all over the world so i've played around with some like indian um some, like pasta italian um i kind of played around with a lot of different things i feel like i'm very adventurous food wise and so um you know i like to play around with those flavors and actually i've carried that into la poutine because we do try to play around with different flavors from other cuisines
0: yeah, and speaking of like all the different flavors that you like to play around with, like the the first thing that I saw was the different uh, flavors on the menu. Now I know that there's the typical, you um, uh, the traditional type of poutine. You know, you have the, the French, you have the, the, the cheese curds, the gravy, and the, the russet potatoes. But then looking at your menu, there's there's what? Like there's like 15 or 16, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We have a ton of poutines on the menu.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is something I've never seen in any other type of restaurant. Like, how do you come up with, what, 16? (laughs) i've never seen that before in any other restaurant how do you come up with that
1: well you know what we try to take inspiration like i said from not just other cuisines but like any classic dish that people love like comfort food so you know you can take the flavors of pizza and turn it into a poutine you can take the flavors of um you know bulgogi beef and turn that into um a poutine you know we did um we have one on our menu that's a big mac so it's like i took all the flavors of a big mac or you know a cheeseburger and threw that into a poutine so i feel like the um options are endless because the base is a poutine or french fries anything goes good on that
0: (laughs) Yeah. oh my god yeah it's a lot of fun
1: to play around with and to test and and taste of course so
0: yeah and when is it that the 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 uh, that Laputine opened.
1: When did we open? Yes. We opened in 2011, so we're coming up to our 10th anniversary.
0: 10th anniversary. Man. Yeah,
1: ten years went by really fast. <laughs>
0: so, okay, so you know what that means? You know what I uh, that means? I have a little bone to pick with you because I actually finished my university studies right at the end of uh, 2010. And you guys opened, (laughs) like what, like just maybe what, a couple of months after I finished?
1: I feel sorry for you. We could have been your place while you you were going to school.
0: (laughs) You couldn't open earlier?
1: I know, we were working on it, but. It
0: was just a <laughs> dream, it was just a dream at that time. No reality yet. <laughs> oh, man. oh have man. been
1: some good times
0: no. for you. So, so prior to, so, um, so I, I understand that you had spent a few years in Quebec in the City. Yes. Um, so prior to that, had you ever eaten poutine?
1: Absolutely. So actually, my mom had taken us on a family trip to Montreal when I was quite young. And we had poutine, like, first thing. And of course, I fell in love with it. How could you not? Yeah. And um, (laughs) so, so I felt like, you know, when we opened our business, I realized that there's quite a few people still around who have never had poutine or never heard of poutine, which was surprising to me because it has been part of my life this whole time, even living in this very uh, anglophone part of the country, it has still been a part of my life. So, um, of course, when we were in Quebec City, uh, my business partner and I, we were just eating poutine all the time. It's part of life. There's little, uh, they call them caskruits on the corner, which is kind of like just like a little fry shack that like every neighborhood has its own little fry shack. You can get poutine anywhere. And um, so it was when we moved back to Edmonton that we said, you know what? We need to do something about this. <laughs> we need to be able to get a really good quality, authentic poutine in Edmonton.
0: Right, because in Edmonton, like you, know, you you felt like you came back to Edmonton, and it's like, And when you saw the scene in, in Edmonton, this is where you had that light bulb moment where it's like, mm-hmm. We need to do something about this city there's no proper poutine location in town right
1: absolutely yeah it's surprising that it's like on one hand poutine was becoming quite popular at that time but there was just nowhere you could get a good poutine like um western canada was just lacking in general so yeah, it was definitely a great opportunity at that time and also just selfishly we wanted to be able to have a good poutine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so you were t- you you're taking your uh, poutine game seriously, aren't you?
1: Yes, absolutely. It has yeah, to be like right some- or don't do it
0: at all. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone was to tell you like, "Oh, you can get one at like McDonald's." You'd be going like,
1: "No." Oh yeah no <laughs> that would be more like cheese fries and i always say you know what i don't want to hate on cheese fries like oh, yeah. you know there's a time and a place for cheese on fries everybody's been there but definitely like a true poutine is like you know there's certain ingredients um involved in a certain way of doing it that makes it the the right way
0: yeah now because on the website you 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 describe yourself as a connoisseur of a poutine. Yes. Now, there's people that uh, say, let's say, like, oh, I'm a big fan of this, or oh, I know all about this. But you, you take it to the whole new game, the like, like connoisseur is a whole lot of uh, a whole new uh, level. Absolutely. Like, what uh, does it take to be a connoisseur?
1: Okay, well, definitely have to have tried a ton of poutine. (laughs) Yeah, you you have to know exactly, you know, the difference. You know what? I would have to say that some of our customers are even more, um, some of our French Canadian customers are even more connoisseurs than we are. It's actually been amazing to learn from them. So just on a side tangent, um, some of our customers noticed the difference in the flavor of cheese curds because of the cow's milk and where it was from. So originally we were buying our cheese curds from a local um, cheese factory in town, which makes an amazing product. And then when our volume started becoming bigger because we had purchased a food truck at that time and we were doing more catering, more volume in sales, we decided to bring in cheese curds from Quebec and also for the authenticity factor and our customers actually noticed the difference in the fact of where the cows like they can always tell the difference from where the cows grew up and what the cow was eating it was bizarre to me but so yeah but to be a connoisseur you have to be able to know those you know those subtle differences there's differences in gravy There's differences in the way fries are cooked. There's differences in the cheese. And there's, you know, kind of only really one way that they do it in Quebec. So that's the right way. But um, you have to be able to determine all of those subtle differences.
0: Just to back up a little bit, you you started off as a a food truck.
1: We started, no, we had the brick and mortar restaurant first and then we added the, the food truck. So, um, and then we've actually recently uh, decided to veer off of the whole food truck business and just focus more attention on our brick and mortar locations. So we no longer have the food truck, but we did have that for about six or seven years.
0: Oh, okay. And you said also like the customers, feedback was also a big element of how you would be able to break down what works and what doesn't and-
1: Absolutely. uh,
0: Know uh,
1: what the- absolutely, yeah. We definitely felt like we knew what makes a great um poutine, but of course, like we, we do take in feedback from um, our French Canadian customers, well, all customers, but definitely our Quebec customers. They totally know what they're looking for in a poutine, so yeah, we love to hear what they think.
0: Oh, okay, like even like the um, the the element that you mentioned in your on your website, the thing specifically the, the russet the potatoes in uh, the, in Poutine, uh, do you, is it because they they cook a different way that other potatoes do?
1: Yeah, russet potatoes are t- the typical um, potato used for French fries because they are able to get the crispiest with their um, starch content. So. And we were able to find, luckily, a local um, farm that's able to deliver all of our russet potatoes. So that's pretty, pretty awesome that we feel like we're able to support local. A lot of potatoes come from the states, so it's pretty, pretty awesome to be able to get our potatoes from just 45 minutes out of Edmonton.
0: Oh wow! So it's like, uh, kind of, oh, so that's pretty sweet. So you also are supporting lot of a uh, local uh, business as well so it's kind of a win-win.
1: Absolutely yep it's very cool we do try to get things locally when we can it's not always possible but you know what Alberta has a lot of we have a lot of our own crops a lot of our own um meat vegetables crops the whole shebang to use so. Uh,
0: now you uh, having um you know 10 years up uh, having your own restaurant you've been honored by uh by many awards uh, uh, according to your website like uh, at uh, festivals and uh, awards tell us a bit of uh of uh, details
1: yeah absolutely um so we got uh view weekly uh newspaper was uh always did a different poutines that would, or sorry, different, not different poutines, different uh, industries, different sections of food, and they would always do the best of Edmonton. So we won that for best poutine nine years in a row. Um, We also were in uh, BuzzFeed's top, uh, we were the fifth best place for poutine across Canada, which was awesome. Um, We're often listed in Tomato Magazine's top 100 things to eat in Edmonton um we also this was a different one for us so we were listed in the top 10 vegan restaurants in Edmonton, which was pretty cool considering, like, we have some really amazing vegan and vegetarian options on our menu because we really wanted to not just have one item. We really wanted to make an effort there. And um, and so what was wild about that is we're not a vegan restaurant <laughs> by any stance, And there were vegan restaurants that weren't chosen for that. So I feel like that just shows how... Uh, I felt really proud of how well we've done some vegan poutine options. Um, so we got listed in that. Um, yeah, we've had we've had a lot of awards and accolades over the year. We also had in the beginning of our business, um, Francis and I were nominated for or La Poutine was for um, a new promising business. It was in French, it was Nouvelle Entreprise Prometteuse. <laughs> So
0: we were really proud about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've noticed you actually offer uh gluten free as well as uh, vegan options on your, your menu. So it shows that you're also, uh, uh, looking out for that, uh, for the crowd that is actually, um, well, uh, for. You're also very inclusive to that crowd that uh, that's in terms of their uh, their diet, so that's really important for them.
1: Absolutely, we definitely wanted um, an inclusive menu with, um, so that we could accommodate everyone with a dietary, uh, preference or allergy. And, um, we actually have quite a few customers that come to us with, you know, a peanut allergy, or we had one little boy customer who is allergic to very, a lot of things. And we were one of the only places they could come and get French fries. So we love those moments as well. We're really happy that we've been able to accommodate so many people and like everyone deserves to have (laughs) poutine. Yeah.
0: It's really important. Now, one one aspect of the restaurant industry that I obviously that uh, that cannot uh, cannot be ignored is the pandemic. Obviously, across the country, there's um, there's uh, well, I've, at least eight hundred thousand no, people have been um, affected. Uh, since last year. I'd like to hear how your you know, restaurant has been uh, in, uh, affected by the pandemic and I'd like to hear how you've had to adjust since it hit you.
1: Absolutely, well, our strategy right off the get-go when this all started happening last March Um, was to just roll with the punches and make decisions as we go. So I know a lot of companies had made really quick decisions to close or to modify their hours and whatnot. And we decided, I, I really believe consistency is important for um, a business and for our customers. So we maintained the same hours. uh, We maintained, um, you know, being open. We didn't change anything other than, you know, we had to provide takeout rather than dine-in. Our dine-in on a a usual day is very limited anyways, because we're such a tiny space. So we just kept adjusting, kept adjusting. And um, you know what? We're our business that keeps our patio open even in the winter because we're such a small space and we do have a lot of people who, if they're dressed well, they'll go outside. So we maintained that. People have fun going and eating outside, whatever, Um, but Luckily, thank goodness, uh, you know, there's been a big stride in Edmonton for people choosing local. And we're so appreciative to people who have kept us busy during this time. Um, so yeah, we are have been affected, of course, like every business has, but not we're not closing anytime soon. And as long as people keep choosing to support local, um, we will be okay. But yeah, you just got to roll with the punches. It seems to keep kind of changing and adjusting. And I do feel like the pandemic really showed what businesses are, um, if the if the owner or entrepreneur behind that is able to adjust, because that's a huge part of the job. You can't just open your doors and think that, th- that things will run the same for 10 years straight, and they have not.
0: Yeah. Now, I've already been... Like You have already expressed a lot of admiration for things that are pretty special about La, la Poutine. In your own words, what would you say are, is so unique about, about your restaurant?
1: Um, well, I would say that not only do we attempt to make the very best, most authentic poutine in Edmonton, that we take the other menu items and try to be the most unique in those areas as well. We really want to have a really fun variety, diversified menu, and um, I think that's what makes us different. You can get poutines in our restaurant that you can't get anywhere else. Um also, uh, I think our ability to accommodate so many different dietary preferences, gluten-free, dairy free, vegan, vegetarian um, I think that has been um, huge for us and what makes us really different from other restaurants. Yeah.
0: And for um, and if uh, and for people that are interested to reach out to, uh, uh, to your re- uh, restaurant uh, to, uh, to La Poutine on social media uh, how can they uh, how can they do so?
1: Yeah, they can reach out to us we're on Instagram um, Facebook and of course they can reach out to us the old-fashioned way through email or telephone but yeah, for social media we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram
0: Okay, and most important, uh, the most important question and it's going back to the statement that that you said um talking about uh, supporting local businesses um why choose local restaurants
1: great question um well first off there's a lot of amazing local talent um Often local restaurants are using fresher ingredients, fresher produce, unique ideas that are, are you can only find in our region. And uh, most importantly, it is amazing to know you're supporting a local family that by your purchase, you're literally putting food on their table or putting their child through university, or you don't know how you might be affecting their family, but it is huge.
0: So fresh produce, not bad. Outlet. supporting uh, and supporting uh, uh, local uh, families
1: absolutely yep
0: so there you have it uh, 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 listeners uh, some of the biggest uh, reasons to support uh, uh, your local uh, restaurants so uh, next time that you are uh, looking for a great place to uh, to uh, to eat just step out of your comfort zone try uh, something uh, different and uh, don't uh, be afraid to try something new so that you'll be ready to eat your heart out and with that that is our uh, show uh, listeners I would like to thank my uh, guest uh, Lindsay Robbins from uh, La Poutine uh, we hope that uh, this show has, has been fulfilling and that you are uh, ready uh, to, uh, to try uh, this great uh, restaurant. Thank you uh, for uh, listening. We hope to, uh, to hear, uh, have you uh, listening for our next show. Thank you for listening. Yeah, what do you think have been some of the uh, biggest rewards?
1: um you know what it's pretty amazing um I was thinking about it this morning it was pretty amazing the first time uh we opened the doors and we were kind of just two naive young kids who started a business and to feel like some we created something that people actually want to buy that was like the coolest feeling in the world and then to know that we actually make it like some impact on our customers lives especially over 10 years we've created relationships with the vendors that we use we've created relationships with the customers um it it's a pretty cool feeling to feel like you're part of a community or you're part of people's lives and especially since they get to know us personally because we are still very active in our business we haven't let um you know, anyone just take over while we stay at home, like we're very active in our business. Um, And then I would also say that over the 10 years, I feel like I've seen a significant um, impact on the staff because we often get young uh, uh, staff who are in their early teens or even in their 20s going to university while they're working with us. And um, it's been really cool to be some sort of impact in, in their life because we are often giving them, they seek, us for uh, personal advice, um, professional advice, like we've seen them go through a lot of things in their own lives. And it's pretty cool to feel um, every day like your, your job makes a difference. And those are the things even just aside from aside from the customer, aside from making something that people want to eat, like, you know, we're, we're making relationships that last and we're making an impact on people's lives. And that's pretty rewarding
0: and um the big the biggest um thing you've discovered about uh yourself in that time Ooh,
1: okay um there oh there's so many things there's so much personal growth that happens in 10 years and especially learning uh learning how to run a business like i said we were just two young naive kids and uh over 10 years we've learned a lot so i think i've learned about myself that i can handle absolutely anything i think that's just in my personality that i i push through um, and i never want to i never want to give up something might be challenging but i'll always push through so that's been a good one Um, and also I think I'm very much a yes person, which has been good for business. I say yes, yes, yes to so many different things. And that has brought us, you know, new products that has brought us new customers. I've tried things, but I think, um, learning how to say no, sometimes learning how to be okay with what you have, be okay with the menu you have, be okay with what you're providing. And sometimes you have to say no. And I feel like that's a challenge for a lot of people in life. And, and that's just something you have to learn.
0: Yeah, and speaking of new products, poutine, uh, poutine lip balm? Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Like I've, I've heard of different like flavors of, of, of like a lip balm. Like okay, maybe mint lip a lip balm, um, like fruit uh, lip balm, poutine. Yeah, lip what balm? a
1: fun novel little product, hey. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay, you got it. Now you have to tell me the story Absolutely. behind. It. Okay, so you have to tell yes. everybody about it. A girl
1: that I know, a friend of mine, she owns a um, local soapery in Edmonton. So they make really good quality, like soaps and body lotions and whatever. Everything's natural. And so we used to get together to um, chat about business, especially being two, you know, females in business in different industries. We love to like run ideas by each other and talk about how life is going. So anyway, one day she said, "What if we did, um, you know, a poutine lip balm? Because they make lip balms." as well and I said you know what that would be a really fun idea like very bizarre very strange but I kind of like that so <laughs> so she went ahead and made that for us so we also feel very happy that that's made by a local quality uh, company where you know we know exactly what's in the lip balm and um, the products that she's using so anyways she made that for us and we did I sent out just a little press release about it And next thing you know, it absolutely blew up. So we had radio stations interested, because it's just so wacky, right? So we had radio stations interested, news stations. So we kind of ran around town, me and this friend of mine, and um, doing all these different interviews and stuff. It was hilarious how much it had blew up. And they actually even did a little skit about it on um, This Hour Has 22 Minutes they were, made a little joke or a skit about it. So we were just sitting at home watching our phones blow up and we thought, this is wild. Like I, who would have thought a poutine lip balm would just stir up so much? What? Yeah.
0: They, they actually did a, a skit about it?
1: Yes. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I wish wow. I still had that. I'm sure it's in an archive somewhere and I could find it. But yeah, it was so wild. Wow
0: if you build it they will come right
1: absolutely and sometimes you just got to take a chance it's a pretty funky product and um yeah all of our poutine loving customers have
0: one. So. <laughs> oh man. you have know one. that I've, I've got to try yeah
1: a- yeah come in store and take a sniff of it <laughs>